welcome to the Real Estate Podcast with Deanna and Shanira, where we provide you the real estate information you want to know. I'm one of your co-hosts, Deanna Reynolds, a seasoned real estate attorney with years of experience, helping clients navigate the complex legal landscape of property transactions. I'm your co-host, Shanira, a licensed real estate agent specializing in residential and commercial properties. Together, we'll be your guides on this journey to empower you in your real estate endeavors. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, an experienced investor, or simply interested in understanding the legal aspects of real estate, this podcast is for you. Today, we are discussing the shifting market dynamics. So, with the rise in mortgage rates, I've noticed a significant change in the conversations I'm having with potential home buyers. More and more are contemplating should they rent over purchasing. <laughs> Shifting market dynamics, that's one thing. Um, I know some of us got some other words that we would like to use. Probably more <laughs> choice and not um, probably uh, approved for the general public. But yeah, it's definitely shifting and, you know, it's more than conversations. It's impacting every aspect of the business. It's fascinating from a legal perspective, too, because with national home prices predicted to increase by 5.4% and sales potentially dropping by 14.1%, the landscape of contracts and negotiations is bound to shift. Now, Shanera, as a real estate agent, I know your perspective is probably, you're way more in the trenches as I am as an attorney. I can definitely see the change in the landscape, but, you know, Shanera, you know, you out there in the real world with these statistics. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'll have to just say that I couldn't agree more, right? Um, just beyond the statistics, our reality is seriously changing. Mm. Um, I remember those days when homes would be snatched up almost as soon as they were listed. Yeah. When my buyers um, would go over asking price, bending on different um, negotiations of the contract and still not win the bid, like still not even be in the running. Well, now houses are lingering on the market for longer periods. And for some sellers, you already know, this is being um, shunned upon. Like we are, it's looking like the agent is not doing their job because we're not educating properly on exactly what's going on in the market. However, now on the flip side of this, this could be a serious um nice opportunity for our buyers to help them negotiate like better terms and a better contract. Yeah. You know, I like how you put that because a lot of people are coming from different perspectives, depending on when you started in your real estate journey or who you're talking to. So sometimes depending on how you see the world, you may feel like, Hey, all is lost. But when you talk about negotiations, Shanair, with these longer market periods, I expect to see contracts with more contingencies. So getting into one of the real world applications of having longer contracts is that it can draw out how long these negotiation periods last. For instance, buyers will likely want greater protections, Mm -hmm. especially if they're concerned about ever fluctuating markets. Um, Sellers, on the other hand, may push for clauses that shield them 
in the market that takes an upward turn after selling on a price. So, you know, when the shifting market dynamics cause shifting negotiations, meaning that all parties, both real estate agents and attorneys need to be prepared to do further negotiations. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about that. Let's just expound on that just a little bit more because that is a crucial point, Deanna. It's a crucial point. Um, But this is what I am seeing. Let me just tell you what I'm seeing because because we have not mentally shifted Mm. our mindsets to where the market is, (laughs) deals are falling apart. Deals are falling apart. There's a couple of things going on here. And so, so Chanel, you're saying the market has shifted, <laughs> but the mindset has not the yet. The mindset uh, okay. have not shifted with the market. Um, and and you know, you may not want to hear what I'm saying, but it's the truth. So, sellers are letting deals go because they have a number in their minds that they need to achieve. Um, Even if the agent is advising that that number is not realistic. Um, Sellers are falling out of contract because they don't wanna do extra steps, like maybe pay for additional inspections or, you know, it comes back that the house has, just as an example, comes back that they're saying that the house has radon and sellers Mm -hmm. added it. My house doesn't have radon. <laughs> okay. And then we get a radon. Um, we get a radon test that reads whatever it reads. And now we want to ensure that it's gone. And we're fighting over things on who's going to pay for it. So we're letting a, a couple of hundred dollars on a test kill an entire deal. So, I, I mean, and I'm... And I'm saying this to say that sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, like, you just have to give just a little to get to the greater common goal. Like, we're all trying to get to the same place. We want to get to the closing table. Um, and, I, and I just think, like, the mindset is what is hindering us right now. Um, and I just, I think if we work on mindset that we can change you know, what's going on. Like we could kind of change the dynamics to the market and not make it hurt so bad. So, and this is where, okay, this is where, and this has, this is no shade against realtors that are not seasoned, but this Mm -hmm. is kind of where, um, where the seasoned realtor can come in and add the value of understanding what's going on, hoping to be, you know, come in and step in as a mediator and help bring value to the situation and better understanding. Because the truth of the matter is we can get a license. It's a real Mm. estate license is probably one of the easiest licenses you can obtain, but it's bigger than just passing that test and going to get the license. It's bigger than just taking keys out of a lockbox and opening a door and writing a contract is more, it's bigger than just finding the home. You have to know how to navigate through mm-hmm. these complex situations and be a true advocate for your client. Yeah, absolutely. Now here's a, 
Here's the reality. I do think there's great value in working with someone who's seasoned because they are, I think it's a mindset. We do have a previous episode where we talk about adjusting your mindset. So when we talk about shifting markets, you may also have to adjust your mindset as a practicing real estate professional. And if you're not a seasoned real estate professional, this is a good time for you to think about making those connections or finding a mentor with someone who's probably been in these different um, market times. But you know what? There's something else we do need to address that even the experts have various opinions about what the future holds. Because, you know, there's value in being seasoned and there's value in having mentors. But the reality is, is that if we had crystal balls, we'd all be rich. (laughs) So let's not forget there is disparity in expert opinions. It's like the weather these days. Um, Every expert may come up with a different forecast, especially depending at what factors they're looking at. So let's talk about equity growth. When it comes to how your home appreciates in value, there's very opinions on what's going to happen with equity growth and appreciation. Yes. For example, Freddie Mac thinks home prices might decline slightly, yet the National Association of Realtors is expecting growth. So there are going to be various opinions on who you're talking to. However, one rule of thumb that tends to hold true is that, you know, when you invest in real estate, you have a hard asset that you can own. So sometimes people get caught in trying to time the market. If you're going to try to time the market, that's almost an impossible goal. Again, getting back to the whole, you know, crystal ball. If we all had crystal balls, we'd be rich. So, you know, God bless you if you're one of the fortunate ones to time the market when it was low. But for others, that may not be your case. And it may just be time for you to make that investment versus other factors that you have going on with your life. So, you know, it's really hard to predict the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, It's almost like predicting next fashion trends, right? (laughs) Who knows what we're going to be wearing? I know. I I am so kidding. I don't know. I barely be... uh, Wait a minute. Chanel, is it skinny jeans? Wide leg jeans? Bootleg jeans? I'm an old millennial, so I really don't know. What type of jeans should I be wearing? Anyway. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. So, but seriously, seriously. Um... It's just a remind. This is a reminder to us. Beautifully said, is that we can't just rely on market forecasts because those are even off sometimes, right? Um, it's just I think it's more important to understand, and this is something that I, I'm not realtors. This is something that we fall short on, and when I say we, I'm just speaking in general terms, um, because. When you're more focused on the relationship, you are in tune and you understand what that client's um, personal situation is, what's going on with their finances. So regardless to whatever market statistics are saying or whatever market trends are going on, you want to make sure that what you're doing is in alignment with what that client needs. Um whether they're buying a home that they're going to stay in for the next 20, 30 years, Mm -hmm. pass down to their children, Mm -hmm. or whether 
It's an investor yeah. who's looking for an investment property for a quick, a quick flip or mm-hmm. for rental income. It's just whatever though that client's desires and needs and whatever their situation is, regardless to whatever the market trends are, you need to be making sure you're in tune and you're focusing on servicing that client. Absolutely, Shanira. And from my corner, I always emphasize the need to comprehend any contracts before signing. So we already said that there's shifting market dynamics. And when it comes to shifting market dynamics, those contracts can change on you. Mm -hmm. Please do not make an assumption. You may have bought a house two years ago or sold your house two years ago because the times have changed you need to take time and effort to understand what you're signing. Again, we know that it could be very frustrating. You know, if you're a home buyer and you finally find a house that's in your budget, you may be enticed to sign any contract. And same thing for a seller. If your home is sitting longer on the market, you want to be clear as to what you're signing. Um, from the seller's perspective, I'm seeing a lot of sellers signing contracts where the home buyer is pay, paying closing cost expenses. But, you know, as a seller, you may not fully understand or appreciate what that covers. So for instance, just choosing rough numbers, you may be selling your home for $300,000 and the buyer saying they're paying all closing expenses. But when you read the fine print, all does not include, you know, property tax credits or water bills. So you're thinking you're walking away with $300,000 when in actuality you're walking with two ninety dollars because there was other things that you did not take under consideration and you just assumed everything was covered. So you want to make sure you understand all contract intricacies before signing. And on certain market conditions like these, having a knowledgeable attorney such as myself can make all the difference. Absolutely. You you know, Deanna, you're here. You're dealing with this on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, I truly think that it would be beneficial for our listeners, right? If we could share like some real life examples of kind of what we're talking about. Um, so, and this is kind of just like what I'm seeing with the, with, you know, with the different market trends that's going on right now. So, during COVID and like help me with this, Deanna. So this mm-hmm. is just about taxes because you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, them getting a tax proration and that sort of thing, like, you know, the taxes being covered. So during COVID, um, one of the one of the amazing uh features that was given mm-hmm. to buyers was that if there were exemptions on the taxes, they were able to stay. Mm-hmm. Like even if they weren't a senior. Yeah, yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. so that helped um, buyers to offset that the taxes, you know, by being able to leave, because if you're not a senior, that exemption leaves, right? But um, so I know I don't know if this happened all over, but this was definitely a benefit for Cook County taxpayers, right? And so that that exemption stayed. Well, that went away. That no longer exists, mm-hmm. right? That's not here. But there are senior exemptions and there are those things on the on the taxes and sometimes we have zero taxes because there's a veterans um Mm -hmm. exemption on there and 
that veteran might not be paying taxes. That's yeah. not for all veterans now. It's just if you qualify, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to. But if that understanding is not there that in it, that exemption like that buyer still needs to get credit for those taxes because although they weren't paying mm-hmm. taxes that buyer has to pay taxes and we know we pay taxes in arrears so the credit still needs to be given um so i don't it, and what we're finding is like sometimes in some negotiating situations that's getting missed so diana i don't know are you are you seeing that? Like, are you seeing where the, you know, like that negotiation is getting missed for, you know, buyers? What are you seeing? There's a lot of things. <laughs> um, that's one good example, Shanera. I've also come across recently some buyers waiving their inspection, meaning that they are deciding to purchase without having a property inspector assess their property. That's a bad idea, not only for the home buyer, but also the real estate agent. I, I, I understand that the market is competitive and we have these shifting market dynamics. Please don't have, please, if you're a home buyer, please, if you're a real estate agent, don't waive your inspection because it's going to not going to end up right. So if you're the buyer, you're going to learn something later about the house that you could have known up front through the inspection. And the real estate, if you're the real estate uh, agent, you don't want your client to have a negative experience and walk away knowing, or, you know, finding out a couple of years down the line that they shouldn't have an inspection. That's not good for business. That is not going to get you the referrals that you need to succeed and grow on real estate. I know some of us, Some of you may need that check and will do things to get that check, but having your clients waive an inspection is not good for home buyers. Another thing I've I've been seeing with sellers is that they think they're selling their home as is. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, no, no, it's not as is, bruh. Meaning that the buyer has an expectation that you're going to at least consider the repairs. Of course, you as a seller can deny some of the repairs, but what does that do for negotiations? If you think it's as is and the buyer sends a repair request list or a request for credit for 30 items and you're saying no, you've essentially wasted everyone's time. So again, sellers, look at your contract. If you think it's as is, make sure it's initialed and the buyer accepted it as is. Real estate agents, make sure your seller understands if the offer is as is or not, because all we're going to do, if it's a listing, is those properties that are taking you very long to get under contract or longer than it has in past, is you're just making it more work for yourself. So let's have a clear understanding if a contract is as is or not. What's funny about that is that even if the buyer initials as is, they can still send mm-hmm. a repair request, right? Yep. Especially if it's like major items, right? Mm-hmm. They can still. And so the seller's upset. Like, I am selling this as is. And so at that point, it's just you either decide to address it or you do not. But initially as is doesn't take away from them to be able to still have the conversation. Is that correct, Deanna? Absolutely. So the thing is, is that if the buyer 
has the right to an inspection, the buyer can use that inspection for informational purposes to decide if they're going to move forward with the deal or not. So if you're the seller and you think you're selling it as is, the buyer still has an inspection and their response can be, hey, seller, I know this is as is, but I'm going to cancel this contract unless you do X, Y, and Z. Now, the difference of having it as is, is that the buyer should have the expectation that you're going to say no and it'll move the negotiations along further versus if they know it's as is, they're kind of just shooting their shot. They're saying, hey, seller, we know it's as is, but could you consider it? So it's better to kind of have those clear understandings when um, things go under contract. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, in addition to what you're saying, so another example that I've definitely had is like when I represented a seller, right? Like you said, who was adamant about it being as is. Well, they were pulling out. Like what they were pulling out, were sitting longer than the seller expected to. And eventually came around to addressing some of those repairs. It's like, we got to address it. Either you're going to sit, you got to right, wait for the right buyer, but you know, inevitably it's just the right thing to do. Unless it's a fixer-upper, it's just the right thing to do. So um, like, I agree. There are so many situations and so many dynamics we can talk about, about that. And that house did eventually sell. It eventually sold, um, but... It required having a little flexibility. <laughs> mm, flexibility. It's all about adapting, isn't it? That's right. Well, dear listeners, as we wind down this episode, remember, while the market might be unpredictable with the right guidance, be it from a skilled realtor or a seasoned attorney, you can navigate these waters with confidence. Oh, my God. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Beautifully and well said, Deanna. So... Same to you, Shamari. Beautifully and well said. Absolutely. So we are here. We're your trusted professionals. We're here to answer any questions and be here of assistance if you need guidance on your real estate journey. Don't hesitate to reach out to us. And until next time. I have been Deanna Reynolds, your seasoned and professional and knowledgeable <laughs> and friendly real estate attorney. And I have been your co-host, Shanara Carter, your amazing, bubbly, gonna <laughs> make you laugh no matter what the circumstances are, realtor in this wonderful, dynamic world of real estate. <laughs> Until next time, bye! Bye!